0: of the broken clock podcast games cast as always my name is adam and i'm joe and we are guaranteed to be right at least twice today because that is the motto of the broken clock podcast joe welcome it's raining yes it's It's a a complete washout yeah quite
1: miserable day out there today
0: a terrible day for a royal wedding oh no yeah but it's not we're not in england it's not raining we're not no oh i hate to break it to you is it always raining in england though that is a stereotypical view of England, yes, but not today. It looked the ceremony looked beautiful. Everybody, the time wasn't actually. I could give a
1: rat's ass about any of I was
0: scrolling through news and stuff today, and obviously a million pictures and all kinds of stuff of the dress and. Because it like happened
1: and, at like four o'clock in the morning here, right?
0: Well, yeah, because it would have been what? Because they're like. Nine o'clock.
1: Nine hours ahead of us or something ten. or behind us.
0: Where do you think England is? On the other side of the world? No. It's know. across the pond. I don't know how it's I've... across the pond, mate. I don't know how many time zones are in between here and there. It's five hours. Oh, okay. Give or take. Sometimes it's six. I think right now it's five. With okay. daylight savings and all that I can never remember. But it's five it's five hours, I think. So yeah, it was like nine, ten o'clock this morning, which is early for a wedding. Let's be fair. And four o'clock and is even earlier to get up to watch it. There's a whole lot it. of
1: pomp and circumstance. That's like, true. They gotta do it because they got fourteen hours worth of like ceremony and shit to do afterwards. Oh yeah, got royal up. weddings or uh, the royal dinners and this and that and recaps
0: and mm-hmm. who wore it best kind of
1: things. And also like taking an hour to
0: introduce like everybody walking into the room afterwards. Yeah, I think it was all done by like. I don't know seven o'clock here like it didn't i don't think it was that long but yeah no i didn't care somebody asked me like are you gonna get up tomorrow and watch royal wedding and i went absolutely not no <laughs> if anything i'd be still up at 4 a.m but i was tired yesterday so i wasn't but i no there was no way i was getting up at fucking 4 a.m to watch two people get married that i don't know or care about yeah plus we just had a royal wedding and like we? not that long ago oh like- well,
1: that's right the other there's two of them, right?
0: Yeah, there's two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His brother got married, and I think is more important because he's closer in line he's to the, the older throne. One. Yeah. yeah, so, so like these,
1: these two, they're not going to be king and queen. No, I mean, unless something happens to the other two. But yeah. the other two have kids, so what the kid One of the kids become king at that point. Probably, depending. Yeah, it's. Does it even matter? Do they even have any power over there anymore? I thought like the parliament did everything. It's very
0: antiquated their their royal system. It's basically just like, look, here we are sitting on top of our throne. We don't matter. Yeah, they don't. They're they're just there for a figurehead. Kinda, yeah. I don't think they actually can do anything. No, they can if they if I think if if, if the queen Queenie really wanted done, to, she could. Done. Yeah, I think if she really wanted to, like, decree something, technically she still could. But I don't know. I don't get too and I from what I hear of like because I like to listen to British podcasts and like British TV and stuff like that, and it seems like most people either a didn't really care about the royal wedding or b don't even really care about the royals all that much like it seems more of an american idea of like look how crazy different they are yeah, over that's there that's actually
1: something i noticed when i was like seeing all the stuff about it online it was like a whole lot of americans like making a big deal about it yeah. and then a whole lot of british people going like
0: please shut up yeah like we don't care <laughs> like none of
1: us give a rat's ass about any of this
0: yeah um, i'm sure the listeners don't either so we'll stop talking about it for now because this is our games podcast so oh, shit, uh, that's right. Right. If you you know if you're a big fan of the royal wedding, then all power to you. Hope you you're taking a nap now because it's later in the afternoon. But uh, we're gonna talk about video games, so we're gonna start with what we always start with with what we played this week. So Joe, what did you play this week? I didn't play anything. Me either. Yeah, I played more God of War. Yeah, I see. I didn't. I played more Fortnite. Uh, Thanos mode ended at the beginning of the week, oh. um, so that was. I know it
1: couldn't stay around forever, but it seems like a waste to let that go away. Like, yeah. they just
0: they just reskin it and make it
1: like some other generic all powerful character. Listen, Deadpool came out this week. You throw him in
0: there, like or like make a Cable. Yeah, you know something that would be perfect because it's still Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah, all right, that would be perfect. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was sad to see it go. Obviously, it couldn't stick around forever, but I was sad to see it go, because it was fun. Like Even though I only got to play as Thanos once, like the idea that, like oh, I could try to get it again, or just killing him. It just him said it's ju- another yeah. mode, if anything. Yeah. Well, they did add a new mode uh, later in the week, and this one's a contest mode, which is kind of cool. Uh, it's called Solo Showdown, and basically what it is... Is it
1: a Star Wars one? No, no. it's just
0: a, it's regular solo gameplay, but where you place in a game, uh, you get points, hmm. and then you have to play 50 matches, which is quite a lot. I don't know how long this event's going to be around for. Um, it's probably not like 50 seems like a lot, but then I realize like when I play, well, the matches usually... are also timed. Yeah,
1: essentially, like a match goes no longer than like 10 minutes, right? How long does it take
0: for the circle to like fully close? I don't remember. Hmm. It, like it varies. I think because sometimes if a lot of if there aren't many people left, it'll skip. Oh, like a, oh, a section, a shrink. Oh, so okay. I think it depends on the game itself. I don't exactly remember, um, but basically, you know, when you where you place in the game gets you certain points, and there's going to be a leaderboard of all the people who play 50 matches, and then at the end of whenever this is done, um, there's they're going to be a ton of prizes, and mm-hmm. there's like it's all like in-game prizes. Like, yeah, I think the winner gets like fifty thousand V bucks, oh. which is quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. It's a weird kind of contest because it doesn't behoove you to do well in terms of, like, killing other players and, like, engaging in the game. It just kind of rewards you by to be a wuss.
1: Like, playing defensively instead. Yeah. Uh,
0: which is, I mean, it's a cool different way to play because rather than, like, everybody trying to run towards the center of the circle, it's kind of everyone staying on the periphery hmm. a little bit. Like, I got second in three games because I just kind of stayed at the edge of the circle and then when it shrunk, I then ran to the next circle. And, like, I was hiding in buildings more than I ever would. Like, I would just get a trap. If I was in the center of the circle, I would just get a trap, place it on the roof of, like, a hut and just hide there.
1: Hmm. I wonder, You so you said you had to play 50 games, right? Yeah. I wonder, like, what happens if you play hundred games? Is it just your, your first fifty? Oh, just your first, 50? Just okay. your first so fifty. so it doesn't pick your top fifty. No. So, like, if you played two hundred games and got fifty or first place in fifty of them, you're not going to have a whole bunch of people playing. Nope. Okay.
0: No, it's first. So basically, right, that's, I mean, that's a better
1: way of doing it because yeah. it's harder to game the system at that point. Exactly.
0: And like they say, this is for like the more elite players and stuff. And I guess the contest really is because you're only giving out prizes for the top hundred people. And I feel like you have to pretty much win pretty consistently and then come in top five, top 10 in the games you don't win. Uh, But even the players that are like really good are still going to go out sometimes in like, you know, the sixties or the seventies. Like I'm sure that Ninja, like the guy that's really great. I'm sure there are some matches where he just runs a foul of a couple people. Like there are three people that land near him and he's getting shot at by two people and they get the best of him. Yeah. Or he he just just ends up landing,
1: landing in like a bad place and can't find a good gun. And he just comes across somebody else who's, you know, I mean, that guy, that
0: guy seems like he's good enough with any gun, but you know, but, but you're right. Like anything can happen in these games. So there are chances that like, if you play the normal way that you would play, you're going to get shot up, you know, from a couple different directions you know, I never
1: pay attention. Is the weapon, like, load, layout of that game, it's randomized, right? Yeah, it weapons are game. in different. Okay, yep. so you can't, like, know the best place to land and get the best guns.
0: You can know the best place to land in terms of, like, typically there's a lot of chests here. And, obviously, the chests have the better guns. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, I'll try to land in the same spots that I know are either, especially for this game mode, I'll land in spots that I know usually have a chest and usually aren't super, like, congested. Um, so I, but I laid on the, out, like I did one where I got second place and I landed on the outskirts of the map across the map from where the bus was dropping people. So like, I just basically used the glider to get as far away from the bus as possible. Uh, and ended up being in the middle of the circle. Like, so I didn't have to move. Oh, so I just like sat there
1: dab, dab in the middle of,
0: no, it was like, it was like the, the end, like I was inside of the circle because the circle went out past like the Island a little bit. So I ended up just kind of sitting there for the whole beginning part, like, and there was like two chests and a bunch of shields. So I just sat there because I was like, "Well, I'm going for points here. I don't need kills. Like Kills don't matter." Yeah, which is the weird part about the yeah.
1: Now that you say it like that, I didn't really consider that. Yeah, like, it, you would think it would be the whoever got the most kills at the end of the thing, as opposed to or just that that would give you bonus points. Like, hey, you came in first, but yeah, you also got together, twelve kills. Like do a, do a, like an averaging thing of like yeah kills plus. Yeah. survival
0: be like hey you came in 10th but you had way more kills than anybody else so like you're pretty good here's some points yeah um so that that part's weird about it but I don't know it benefits me because I if I just keep coming in second you know that's pretty good like because some of the people that come in first a bunch are also gonna come in like 60th so mm. it, it all evens out I guess mm. I hope we'll see I mean I don't know that I'll get to 50. I don't know how long this goes and I don't play it that much but I don't know we'll see but, yeah, that's all I really played this week.
1: Yeah, like I said, I just played more God of War. Uh, I got to the point of the game where <clears throat> um, I'm about to do the, like, last the end part. Yeah. yeah. I got the message where, like, you know, somebody says to me, like. This is going to be like, the it, end. Yeah, they're like, better make sure all your equipment is ready because there's no coming back now. So, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm about to do the last part of the game. Yeah. So, I've just been spending all my time, like, f- you know, finishing up. Uh, Side quests. Like, like side quests, finding all the weapons. collectibles, yeah. opening all the chests, like checking everything off the checklist. Um, I don't, You haven't gotten too far into it, but there's two grinding areas in the game yeah. where it's like uh, – they're like challenge areas where it's just doing the same things like over and over again, but yeah. you have earn like an additional type of currency, which then you can use to upgrade like the best weapons in the game. So I'm going and trying to like get the best armor all set. And it's just, you know, uh, grinding for more hack silver and stuff. So I'm just doing all that stuff right now. Um, I got like the, you know, the final boss, not the final boss, but like, you know, have every game has that alternate boss that's harder than even the final boss. Yeah. I'm trying to do that part. So it's just grinding out all of that stuff um, right now. And um, I got uh, Hyrule Warriors for the switch. Came oh out yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. I got it. I didn't even crack it open yet. I mean, I've already played the game, so like I'm yeah, not, you I'm, know, I'm too really excited for it. it, but, um, See, I, I, am, buy, I buy like, every Zelda game. I haven't played it yet. Like, okay. I've I, already uh, played it on the switch or not the, on the, uh, the Wii, Wii, U, Wii U and yeah, like some 3DS. of it again on the 3ds.
0: Yeah. I, um, I think I like borrowed it, uh, when it was on the Wii U because like I didn't play it for very long or like I think I borrowed it from a friend or maybe rented it or something like that because I only played it for like a day hmm. um, and I didn't play very much of it and I was like this is cool I don't need to own this though like at the time because like I wasn't playing with the Wii U that much so to buy yeah. a game for it seemed like like a fruitless effort at that point but uh, I don't know I might pick this up I haven't really had a, a reason to pick up the switch in a while uh, so I might I might pick it up I don't know I'm going to see. I'm going to wait on it.
1: Yeah. It does I mean, look I fun. I, I didn't get you. it on... I, didn't get I, it on no, I mean, the game is good. Like, yeah. I liked it when I played it on the Wii U, and I didn't finish it, so this is a good reason for me to actually, like, go through and play it again and actually finish it this time. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, at the moment, you know, I I have other stuff I'd rather play than a game that Same. is technically, like, three years old at this point.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like, I've, I've been neglecting God of War, just because I haven't had, like, the time to... Lose three hours into like at a time, which is how I want to play that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll probably at least wait till that, and then um, what you call comes out next week, uh, Detroit. Uh, so like, I really kind of want to play that too. Yeah, Dark Souls Remastered comes out next week for me, so that's like the next thing that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Detroit before I play High Rewards, and then by that point, like someone may have traded it in, or I might be able to get it cheaper. And, like I know they won't go on sale per se, but.
1: I mean, you always get the um, the uh, person who sees it and goes like, "Oh, a Zelda game." Yeah, and then buys it, and then they go home and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" It's <laughs> a Muso.
0: I don't like this. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. And plus, like, I mean, we're a month away from E three, and there's usually always E three sales of things, and you know,
1: and, but not Nintendo games usually. No,
0: but it. I mean, it could be like it would be forty dollars for a weekend or something. Like the week of E three, Best Buy has it for something cheaper, oh, yeah, or fifty dollars. You know, like might as well wait. Yeah. like it's not I have other things that I can be yeah. playing so I might as well wait to try to pick it up. Obviously you buy every Zelda game so makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, nothing really new this week, but that's okay cuz we have a ton of other stuff uh to cover because like I said, we're gearing up for E3 and Reveals start coming earlier and earlier every year, and the leaks are here, and we talked about a lot of leaks last week from from Walmart, uh, one of which was super confirmed this week, so we'll get to that. Uh, but the big story of the week was on Thursday, uh, there was a big Call of Duty Black Ops 4 unveiling event, uh, where they invited press and all kinds of things to go and look at trailers and videos from, from Black Ops 4, so uh, we figure we can talk about that right off the jump. So Joe, initial reactions, what do you think of Black Ops 4? Well, the big thing that came out of
1: it, of course, was the announcement of the uh, blackout mode. Yes, which is the uh, battle royale mode. That's which we the, the big all thing. Knew was coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all knew it was coming, um, but we actually got to look at it this time. Um, I, well, the thing is, that the trailer that I watched—they said it was like the blackout mode trailer.
0: There's not really any gameplay in it. Well, I mean, it just looked like a regular match of Call of Duty. Yeah, which. Well, Did but it also included some other big tidbits because it did say there's going to be land, sea, and air vehicles, which is not like other multiplayer Call of Duties because those have never had vehicles as far as I can remember. No,
1: they've had Call of Duties with vehicles in before, really. Yeah, like uh, you could get in like tanks and stuff in like World at War
0: for multiplayer. Yeah, I think we had this argument once before and I still don't remember it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really I'd play like, a ton I, of I World think, at War. I think like you
1: could, you could just. Get, I believe you could just like get into like a tank and kind of like drive it around a little bit of the battlefield. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't like a completely open like battlefield. Is yeah, you know, it was only like that's a little kind of section that this one. Yeah, is. this
0: seems more like a PUBG where you can get in, you know, a car or a tank or a helicopter or some kind of boat. I guess because they said land, sea, and air, and it looked like the map they showed had like a river going through it. So that might be pretty cool to be like on the river with like a speed boat or like a police boat or something like that. Um, so what'd you think? We'll we'll, we'll start there then. What'd you think of blackout? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm intrigued. Uh, like I'll admit I am completely intrigued. Um, I need to see more to like, kind of really get the feel of it. I might've missed out on a lot of stuff from this thing, but like it, it looks like a call of duty multiplayer game. Yes. And I would like to see how that translates to, a battlefield, or not a um a
0: battle royale, battle royale game. Same, because uh, it does look like it looks a lot like every other multiplayer thing. Mm-hmm. Like there was people like uh you know disarming things, and at one point I saw. Uh, and granted, this was all very cinematic and just kind of give you the idea and the overview. Of yeah, what it wasn't it's actual be.
1: gameplay. No, but one of the things like that they cinematicized sh- gameplay footage.
0: Yeah, and one of the things they showed was like someone was like sitting in this like bunker area and they had one of those like remote control like drone car things. That would be so cool for a battle royale mode because yeah. you could sit there and then send out like a recon drone yeah. or whatever. Like that seems really cool and something none of the other games do. Yeah. The the loadout aspect
1: of a Call of Duty game is what makes me intrigued by this because it looks like you are going in like with a, your kind of customized character in these ones whereas like other battle royale games is you jump in naked essentially and you have to, like, scrounge for this one. This one, it, it at least looks like it plays like a uh, a regular match, whereas, like, you have a load. Because they showed people, like, running around with riot shields, and they showed people with equipment and stuff like that. You know, they had all the, the regular accoutrements. So you said, you know, you have yeah, your, your drone weapons, and you have your kill streak perks and all that. It, it seemed to be showing all that stuff off in the game. Yeah. So I'd like to see, like, you know... I'm intrigued at the idea of a game where, like, you kind of create your character that you take in the battlefield and, like, kind of customize them to how
0: you want to play in this. See, I didn't get that. I didn't get that vibe from it. I still think it's going to be. Because I think at one point they showed a guy jumping out of a parachute, like, jumping, like, paragliding in. It didn't look like he had anything on him. So I think maybe that stuff will be there. But I don't – I think you're still starting, like, blank. Oh,
1: I got the, like, impression that it still worked in the, you know, the loadout gear setup thing that the other ones did
0: i'm gonna see if there's any kind of uh i got an article here let's see if there's any kind of confirmation on that what i don't know why my computer is doing this it thinks websites are unsafe even though they're ones i go to regularly uh, maybe no, it's unsafe for my health ign maybe it's unsafe for my health to be going to the same like 10 websites every day um so let's see so some of the big call outs here uh it's 1500 times bigger than the average call of duty map which is crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Call of Duty maps have never been large. No, but fifteen hundred times bigger. I mean, yeah, that's pretty big. That's it's not like oh, it's five times bigger. Yeah.
1: Like you know, which is what I would have well, thought. I mean, for it, some it, reason, it, 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 odds odds are probably if you compared a Call of Duty multiplayer map to the to um, PUBG like PUBG map, it probably Maybe. is a similar size length.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure when they put out a map, I mean, we'll a, a Call of
1: Duty map is like the size
0: of a regular town in PUBG. That's true. Well. Mm. I don't know the the town structure in PUBG is so lax. Like, true, it's hard to tell. Like, where one, it's just random buildings strewn about, uh, empty areas. But still, that's pretty that's pretty big considering. Um, and they also said it's gonna bring different parts of previous multiplayer and maps together to make like one cohesive island of sorts. All right, that'd be kind of interesting. You're like going
1: around, and you're all of a
0: sudden you're like, oh hey, this is
1: yeah, uh, I remember this is this Duke one. Town. Yeah, like, I
0: remember this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and it's going to be different playable characters from all the Black Ops games are so probably just different skins and stuff, um, to pull in like, Oh,
1: so yeah, you can play as Mason from like, uh, Black Ops one maybe. Cause I, was, I you know, it's like we talked about before. I'm still confused as to why this has to be Black Ops four and it's not just like Call of Duty Battle Royale.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's just the multiplayer aspect of it. I don't from the looks of all of the news and stuff that i saw this week it seems like this is replacing traditional multiplayer i i don't know if i saw I, no
1: i i read uh, an article about that okay um where they talked about uh the like the, the 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 director of the game was talking about how um like oh there's there's everything in here for like the people that prefer okay Uh, like a single-player campaign. And yeah, it sounded like actually the zombie mode is replacing the campaign in this. Yeah. They kept touting the zombie mode as like the big replacement for the campaign.
0: Yeah, because there is... Yeah, that's another thing to point out is that there is no traditional campaign there are like yeah. little story we, things you which can. Which as everyone was saying before? Yeah, there are story things that you can do, but they're not. It's not like a long campaign. It's more a series of little like vignettes, almost. Um, which would what, it, what pre- it is
1: is that they said that the way that the uh, loadout set up, set up in this game is is mm-hmm. actually that each uh, class is a character, and it has more of a structure akin to Overwatch, where like every class is a. So they're just character. They're going for all of it. Yeah, and this really is a huge mishmash of everything. But they liken the the character loadout setup to uh, Overwatch and how like there's the medic character yeah. and there's the sniper character in the game, and they're all going to have like distinct character design. Uh, and each one of them is going to have like their little individual story yep.
0: vignette. Yeah, a series of solo missions set between Black Ops Two and Black Ops Three, featuring new and returning specialist characters that'll give players a glimpse into the specialist backstories and opportunities to learn new tactics. Um, and then Zombie mode can also be played solo as well. So, um, I mean, I guess I mean we talked about this before when the rumors first cropped up. Not surprised at all, like that they're ditching single player. It's just weird that this is a Black Ops 4 and yet doesn't... I mean, the solo missions kind of continue those stories, but you might as well have just made, like... Just call it Call of Duty Online and have a Battle Royale mode and a Zombies mode and a this. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, like...
1: And it's weird that they're um, they're limiting themselves to just Black Ops. Like, they could just do it, like, have soap... And uh, the other guys from like modern warfare in it also
0: well they're gonna be in the the blackout, I assume, because it said other things from the Call of Duty like franchise.
1: yeah but and also there was a thing about how uh, this game is uh, has a focus on time travel what Yeah, there's also a focus on time travel in the game because they were talking about how I like there's that. there's a thing that uh, takes place
0: in like. Um, well Black Ops as the series has kind of bounced all over time, but there no, wasn't but like, like time travel. It goes back to like Roman times. What? I missed yeah.
1: Oh man, I missed that. Let me see if I can find I didn't actually save that article so I can see if I can find it.
0: I'm looking it up too. Black Ops time travel for time travel. That's weird. I don't like that. They did say they were getting rid of less sci-fi elements, though. Like, there's not gonna be wall jumping. There's not gonna be like health generation. Yeah, they generation. call
1: it, uh, a, an entirely boots on the ground game, yeah. where they're getting rid of like the wall running, the jump jets, the jet packs, yeah. all that kind of stuff. It'd it's just weird. gonna be regular fighting on the ground.
0: It'd be we- oh, the zombies are time traveling. That's what it is. Black Ops Four features three time traveling zombie episodes. Oh, I did see one of those today. It takes place in the Titanic.
1: Yes. Yeah, they talked about the Titanic. Yeah, uh, let's see.
0: Yeah. Uh, it is funny to, to to think that zombies started out as an Easter egg. Like, it wasn't even, like, a regular mode. It was, like, something that you had to, like, find mm. in World at War. Like, it wasn't touted. It was just kind of, like, a bonus thing. And that here we are with, like, fucking time. Oh, yeah, here's the Roman one. Uh Weird. I, I guess, like I don't ever play the zombies mode, so no, The I, fact I'm that actually, this exists, I, like, I don't care. I kind of hate the zombie mode. Me too. I don't like. I'm not a big fan of zombie stuff. Well, like, it I, was just the kind of thing done. where, like,
1: I would be playing. Well, yeah, like I'm, I, like I, I was a big fan of zombies. Before you know, but, it was cool. Well, yeah. Honestly, it was like growing up when I was a kid. My favorite movie were the the movies were the Dawn of the like the Night of the Living Dead movies. Like I remember watching those when I was a little kid with my dad. As a huge fan of the George Romero stuff. So many things make sense about you now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my dad used to, we. I used to watch horror movies with my dad all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, so like growing up, those were kind of like my favorite things. Um. But it was just the kind of thing where like. Uh, when those were first coming out in the games yeah, like I just wanted to play multiplayer but like everybody was always like let's play zombie modes and it was always the kind of thing where I was like I don't really want to play that yeah. and then like it just made me start to hate them to the point where like every
0: time your someone friends, was like your friends you mean and, yeah, and society as a whole yeah everybody it. Mm-hmm. yep
1: mm-hmm. Um, it, so it just like really turned me off to even like at the concept of wanting to play the zombie mode stuff because like I just wanted to play multiplayer
0: yeah I've just I've never been a big fan of the zombie mode like I get it. Like, I get that it's kind of fun. Horde modes are cool, but I don't know. I'm just not into it. And the time-traveling aspect doesn't really entice me anymore.
1: Well, I mean, oh, yeah, I don't really care about that. No. But they, the, the games start to get, like, super crazy, ridiculous, you know, after a while, like, the last one I remember, they were like, we need to open the portal to the moon and stuff. And I was just kind of like, okay, this
0: is just... Yeah, you're trying too hard. Yeah, this is
1: going way too far. Yeah. And then, like, once they started, like, adding celebrities to it where it was, like, play as Michael Rooker and, like, Terry Michelle Cruz. Rodriguez yeah. and this stuff and Jeff Goldblum or whoever. I Ice was just, like, Cube. I was just, like,
0: "Dog." I was like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, well, I'm good. I'm all set. Uh, yeah, no, I, like... I stopped caring about Call of Duty games for a while. I did try World War Two last year just because, like, I don't know, it seemed kind of cool. And, like, the story... I mean,
1: ironically, I like to play them for the campaigns, so...
0: <laughs> I, I really want... I wanted to play it for the campaign, too, just to see how different it was. Um, but, like, it wasn't really worth it. I'm very intrigued by this. I'm definitely going to try it. Um, mostly for the, the blackout. And, like, I probably won't do the solo missions because I don't... I didn't play 2 and 3, so I don't care about that. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm intrigued for the Battle Royale mode alone and just to see like what regular multiplayer is like and stuff. Um, but it's definitely a different step for them. Like They're definitely transforming the game in a pretty considerable way. I hope that this doesn't get rid of single player in Call of Duties because I do like them, but...
1: I guess it depends <laughs> on how successful it is. Uh, I'm sure they're already working on... Because you know how they work. They have the cycle where there's three studios working on three separate games at a time yep. They come out every other year. So I'm sure whatever the next one is uh this is Treyarch is this one so I think Sledgehammer is the next one or did Sledgehammer do the last one I don't remember who did the last one uh, let me look that up um or if it's in Infinity Ward um but I mean the next one I'm sure they're already working on it and maybe they're working on the campaign oh my goodness uh, I know yeah.
0: normally it's you this yeah. time it was me And I saw it, too. Like, I saw it pop up on my computer. It was Sledgehammer did the last one. Okay, so Infinity
1: Ward is working on the next one. So I don't know if Infinity Ward... I mean, Infinity Ward is the one that's really known for the campaigns. Yeah. So I'm sure probably the next one is going to have a campaign because they're already working on it. But if this blackout mode is wildly successful and this game sells really well, I'm sure they're just going to go that route from this point on. Yeah. But then again, how long is the Battle Royale craze going to last?
0: Well, it's definitely going to get a kick in the pants with a Call of Duty and with with Battlefield, which yeah. um, has their big reveal of Battlefield Five in a couple of days. So we'll see what their version of a battle royale looks like. Though I, Call of Duty might have beat them to the punch by announcing it first, just because they're going to have the vehicles that's normally Battlefield's thing with the big maps and the vehicles. So I don't. I'm in, I'm interested to see how they're going to separate themselves from it. But with these two big juggernaut games adding battle royale modes we're at least getting another year of battle royale yeah um, like fortnite doesn't seem to oh, be like I mean, down down so. yeah i'm
1: i'm not saying that it's gonna burn out really quick but no. like i can't picture it because everything chases trends so yeah like another trend is gonna come along along in the next like three years and replace this one well, Just I, just like how battle royale replaced the hero shooters of you know before
0: yeah and, and i'm wondering too um like when did they start working on this? You know, like when did Battle Royale become something they were going to add to this? Because like that, PUBG didn't take off until like a year ago. Yeah. A year and a half ago and if they've been working on this theoretically for three years or two years, like you support it through the end and then you have two years to make your game. Yeah, you put, it, you put it out and then you support it for a year and then you have two years to
1: work on the next one.
0: Yeah. So like, when did they start this? Like when did they realize that, you know, PUBG wasn't just a flash in the pan thing, and that obviously Fortnite came out of nowhere. hasn't even been out a year. So, what would what did Black Ops Four look like before?
1: Uh, you know, that's interesting. Uh, you know, to how you were talking about how they the the map is a combined multi like the combined multiplayer maps. Probably, so they maybe it was it they, they were they were just working on the multiplayer maps, and they said, "Shit, let's just, just smash them, them all. all together and call it one big map." Yeah,
0: you know yeah maybe i like i want to see what black i want to know and i'm sure in like 10 years or 15 years someone will do an interview about like you know, the Battle Royale craze of the, you know, the late 20 teens or whatever. Uh, and someone will be like, yeah, no, we started working on Black Ops 4. just as a regular old Black Ops game with a story mode and all this stuff. And the Battle Royale hit and we pivoted hard mm-hmm. and we dumped like we had three quarters of a story and we had, you know, several scripts. And we just threw them all in the trash and like pulled out some solo missions and just went 100 percent all in on Battle Royale. Because mm-hmm. we had to like we were Call of Duty. We had to participate. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case, where they had a fully-fledged, normal-ass Black Ops 4 with a continued story and all this, and they just went, no, fuck it, we don't have time to finish that. Battle Royale, slap all the maps together. Yeah.
1: We I have mean, the assets, slap them they all just, They took the
0: whole single-player campaign and like put all the map,
1: the layout like yeah. together into that. Yeah. And merge it all into one huge thing.
0: It'd be funny, too, if they like, they're like they like, oh, yeah, we pulled all the maps from all the other Call of Duty games, but they didn't have, because they just pivoted last minute, they didn't have time to, like, update the graphics. So, like, you go from one section of the map that looks like a PS4 section, and then the next one looks like PS3, and then all of a sudden you're in, like, a PS2 world, and you're like, what the
1: fuck? All of a sudden you're, like, in a World War II battlefield, and yeah. then, like, you run over here, and you're in Iraq.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like, what the hell is happening? Hey, I man, don't... it's time
1: travel. They could just say, oh, there's a weird time, like, bubble that merged <laughs> all of the time together. So silly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I wonder what their uh I would
1: actually be pretty pretty okay with that if they did that.
0: I want to did they say and I don't know if I missed it just cuz there was I was inundated with a million articles regarding Call of Duty this week and I can only read so many of them. Uh, but did they say anything about like what their like quote-unquote storm is going to be? Like what pushes you to the center or
1: Uh not that I saw. They actually they didn't even confirm the size of the game like the
0: player count. That's true they didn't. Yeah. I would assume it's 100.
1: Yeah, I from the video I I saw, it looked like it had like, uh, it was counting down from two teams of fifty. Okay. Um, because it looked like it said it said like you know like forty two versus like forty three or something like that, and maybe that was the kill count up or down. I don't know. Like, uh, I wonder if there's it's gonna have maybe kind of like a ticketing system like, uh, Battlefield does, where instead you have like a certain amount of lives that your team can lose.
0: Mm, I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if i missed it in the trailer. And then, and
1: or, then I, it made me kind of wonder where I was like, so is it just going to be like team versus team? Is there going to be like a lone, you know, like lone
0: mode where it's just you versus everybody? No, I, I hope that there's still like a one regular versus 99 yeah. mode. Yeah. Like yeah. a survival kind of thing. Like it, where it seems like, oh, I'm dropped behind enemy lines and everybody's against me kind of thing. Like yeah. that'd be kind of cool. I like that's what I well, like about what, the battle yeah. Royale modes yeah like, I don't like playing the the team modes like and teams, teams are fun teams are fun like if I have enough people, like I'll I'll play squads and you know and I I'll play duels. Oh, I like squads.
1: I like like the team of four. I just don't like it when they do that like fifty versus fifty mode.
0: I played a bunch of fifty versus fifty in Fortnite this week just because I had a bunch of challenges that I felt like would be a lot easier in fifty versus fifty. Like I had to get sniper kills. I'm not good with a sniper rifle, so I just ran to like the mass battlefield area and just tried to pick people off because they're all focused on some other person and yeah, not they're, necessarily they're me. Thinking of the close quarters. Yeah. So exciting. I'm. Uh, but they're also looking in different directions because there's people all over the place. So it's like, oh, cool. At least I know I'm not going to get snuck up from behind so I can just kind of camp here and just try to pick people off to get as many kills as I need to get my challenges or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, no, I'm definitely still uh, – I'm more intrigued than I was before just because you know the blackout mode does look cool. And, it does, and I do like the battle royale modes more than just like the regular Call of Duty multiplayer.
1: And I'm, I'm like interested in how it will incorporate like the more tactical aspect of the Call of Duty games. Like, like you yeah. said, like watching the guy play with the drone. Like, you don't have stuff like that in the current games. So, yeah. I do kind of want to see like what happens if, say, you can call in an airstrike or something like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. And because like, what I, what I always say and what we always talk about is that okay, the Battle Royale is a trend right now, and a ton of games are trying to piggyback off of that. you got to show me something different. Mm -hmm. You have to make yourself stand out, because otherwise I'm just going to keep playing PUBG and Fortnite, because I know those games. Those games are super fun. Everyone I know is playing those games. Granted, these people may switch over to to Black Ops as well, but Mm -hmm. I need a reason to do so, and that seems like a reason that I would be into, like a more tactical version um, and just a better looking version, honestly. That was actually, I was actually
1: just about to say that it looks really good too. Yeah. Like it, I mean, PUBG kind of looks like ass. Like yeah, it doesn't look like a current bones. gen game. Yeah. It's very, very, um, uh, Fortnite like looks good for the cartoony aspect of it, mm-hmm. but, uh, or, uh, like a super realistic looking one with like high end graphics, like a call of duty game. It looks really good and like yeah. really interesting.
0: So that aspect of it too is enough to be like, okay, I, I'm kind of drawn in enough by this. Let's let's see, let's see how we let's see how we do with it. So yeah, I'm I'm more into it than I was Black Ops Four when Black Ops Four got like revealed or whatever. Yeah, I mean the truth, the
1: very truth of the matter, like if Black Ops Four was just another Call of Duty game, wouldn't I care. wouldn't be nope. nearly as interested in nope. it. Same.
0: I would just be going like, okay, it's another Call of Duty game. Yeah, it's a sequel to a game I didn't play in a series I never really liked. Uh, Because I know, like, I think I played Black Ops one, and I was, I kind of liked the story of it, but I wasn't super invested. And then I just did not care about two and three. Two is actually like one of my favorite Call of Duties. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad campaign wise and
1: multiplayer. Like, I actually thought Black Ops two was probably like top two. It'd probably be like Modern Warfare 2 and Black Ops 2 is like the two best Call of Duty games in my opinion. Mm-hmm. In terms of also like single player campaign and multiplayer. Yeah. Both of them are stellar in my, you know, in the in my opinion. Um, I did not like 3. Because mm. it 3 was the one that like really went with the sci-fi jump yeah. jet, like wall running shit that I just kind of went
0: like, ah, fuck this. Like I'll play Titanfall if I want this. Yeah, right? Like yeah. it just seems like a better version of that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I think I was just burnt out when they came out on Call of Duty, so I just I skipped them, and then obviously the super sci-fi jump jet stuff did not want to bring me back into it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did see they have grappling hooks in this new one though; that seems kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty optimistic, yeah. and we'll definitely be trying it. I don't know if I'll buy it, but I'll definitely be checking it out. I mean,
1: I'm sure we're gonna see a lot more stuff coming soon. Yeah. Um,
0: I'm sure there'll be betas too. Like mm-hmm. I'll probably try to see if I can get rid and stuff like that. So um, I'll definitely be trying to get in on that if they uh, announce such a thing. And normally it's on PS4 too because they have the exclusivity rights at this gen. So well, That's true. Yeah. So uh, we'll see when that comes around. But that was the, uh, the kind of big topic of the week, uh, which obviously it's a Call of Duty game. It's always going to garner a ton of attention. So And I'm sure, like Joe said, we'll be talking about it more as the uh, as the weeks and months go on towards its October release date. I thought they always came out in November, don't they? Uh, I believe so. Let's see. Now I have to look it up, even though I've looked it up like a bunch of times. Uh, release date. Let's see. October twelfth, twenty eighteen. Oh, really? I thought they always came out in November. It's it, it used to be like the first week in November. Yeah. Um, but this one's coming out a little bit earlier. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, we got plenty of time. Uh, for that to come out, I'm sure we'll have more news, and we'll probably get a lot more concrete information at E3. I would have to assume it'll be part of like Sony's presentation to be like, here, here's more details on the battle royale mode. Here's gameplay. Oh
1: yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have they're gonna have something where they're gonna have like 50 people come out on stage and like play yeah. it or something like that.
0: Yeah, maybe not on the stages. I
1: don't think you could fool them. Yeah. All, they'll, but have, like, they'll have like one of those things where they're gonna have like an, an a arena, conference room. like yeah. set up with 50 people. Yep, it playing. And they'll and- get.
0: Big Call of Duty. Like I'm sure they're working. They're gonna, on the p- they're gonna pick people
1: from the crowd and be like, "We picked like a hundred people, and we have them all in this room to play. We're gonna watch like a,
0: a big multiplayer match." Yeah, it'll be like, "Oh, here's twenty five pros, and here's like twenty five yeah. personalities." And yeah, fifty gonna, randos. Yeah, 23. they're gonna be like, "Oh, Ninja is like you know doing this." Yeah, so they're, I guarantee you they're working behind somebody at one of those companies is working behind the scenes to try to put together some big splashy like reveal of gameplay of the Battle royale so mm-hmm. um, yeah we'll definitely be talking about it more in the coming weeks uh, but we'll jump now to the lightning round not lightning round for this week. Uh, there are a ton of stories because like I said, a lot of stuff coming out before e3 uh, so first off lightning round uh, rage 2 is real that was one of the leaks that we talked about last week uh, for Walmart uh, Bethesda officially confirmed it uh, in a pretty clever way. I will say uh, because what they did was we talked about like the the weird like posts they were putting up on Instagram, like the clock tower with the paint on it, and like all these other things. Well, the way the paint all lined up on all those pictures, when you just looked at Bethesda's Instagram page, uh, just had like all of the paint marked out a big number two. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I sent you that picture. That was like Rage I, is I, real.
1: I, I saw like I saw you sent me that thing, but I I had already known that. It was announced, so I didn't, like, pay attention to it. Oh, yeah. No,
0: that was, like, the day before, like, the official, like, trailers and everything dropped on it. Um, but it was still a pretty cool way to be like, okay, here's a big two for, for Rage 2. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty clever. And so on Monday, they dropped a bunch of trailers and stuff. Like, it looks cool. I didn't play the first Rage, but this looks like a lot of fun. Like, it's a big open world, like, goofy kind of. It almost looks like what I wish Borderlands was. In a way where it's like, it looks goofy. It's what
1: Borderlands was supposed to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, did you ever see the original Borderlands? Mm. When Borderlands was originally announced, it was like a hyper-realistic like game it, it wasn't cartoony yeah i still have like the game informer issue that had like all the, the pictures of it there was like borderlands announced and it was like all realistic looking and stuff and then like ha- you know i think it was like really far in, like 80 percent into the production they just went like cel-shaded fuck it, fuck it we're cel-shading everything and Ooh. like making it all cartoony yeah
0: i yeah. never like the cel-shaded look but yeah. i don't know if people love that game
1: well yeah borderlands is also one of those games where like I hated because everybody wanted to play it all the time. Mm. And I was like, ah, can we play something else? <laughs> and okay. I, I could
0: just never get into it. You resent know. people for loving things so much. <laughs> yeah. For loving things I hate. I know. Yeah. And making you hate them as a result. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I like... Did you play it the first Rage? Yes. Yes, I did.
1: I liked it. Actually, the first one was really good. It wasn't like... All right. It, like, it was good for what it was at the time because it was... You know, the big thing about it was, like, it was graphically really impressive and stuff. It, the reality, it was it was a pretty generic game. Yeah. Like, it was just kind of trying to be, like, you know, a, a Doom, but... You remember, like, not the last... Not the newest Doom, but the one before it, like, Doom 3? Vaguely. Like, back when that was, like, the biggest graphical thing, like, the big deal. Yeah. It was basically trying to be, like, post-apocalyptic Doom. Um... It was, like, fairly generic story-wise. Like, it was just, like, you're in a Mad Maxian-style, like, desert world, blah, 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 blah. Um, But it was, like, fun. It did look good at the time. I'm sure it still looks good when you compare it to a lot of other stuff nowadays. Um, and I had fun with it. I did enjoy it, but like, it's nothing memorable. It's, it like didn't stand out. Didn't leave an impact or an imprint on you. Yeah. Uh, which made me really confused when they were like, "We're bringing Rage back," and I was like, "Really?" Like, yeah, I
0: think you mentioned that last week. You're like, "Wow, that's surprising." I don't the, think you know, anybody of all cares. Of the, all
1: of the games that you would bring back, it was one that like, no one sits around going like, "I really want another Rage." You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's Rage diehards out there. Um, yeah. I but... mean, you can
1: find a diehard for anything. Oh, of course.
0: Yeah, I um I didn't play the first one. I remember seeing it because I think it was when I was still at, at GameStop. So, uh, but I never like I was never like tempted to to play it. Uh, but this one does look like a lot of fun. This kind of looks like if someone was doing like a uh, a Hot Shots or a Spaceballs version of Mad Max, where it's like it looks a lot zanier and crazier. And like I don't I don't know why all the paint. I don't know is that a thing in Rage paint. I don't remember. Like I said, it didn't yeah, leave not. like a
1: huge impact on me. I don't remember if that was a
0: big thing, but Fair I point.
1: I got the feeling from that when I was watching that uh, that they were trying to do the uh, Fury Road thing. Yeah, maybe. I remember that's Fury just Road? What like there was they always shot up the like paint clouds that, yeah. like the the blue and the green like uh, smoke clouds. Yeah, I kind of got a feeling of that where they were trying to copy that uh, aspect of it.
0: Yeah, but it's just it makes sense. Yeah,
1: I mean it is being made by the studio that made the Mad Max game that came out. I still have to go play that. I just got that for PlayStation Plus. I, I, I really, really like that game. I hear like, it's really it was good. Really good. Yeah. Um, and you know, I looked at this one and I went like, okay, that looks fun. Part of me made me think like, I wonder if this is Andrew
0: WK's fault. <laughs> Why would it be Andrew WK's fault? Because the song was playing in the trailer. Oh, what song was playing? Uh, I only know the, the party one. Is that the one that was playing? No,
1: it's like the your life is over now, your time is running out. When your time is at an end, then it's time to kill again.
0: Yeah, I don't know why Andrew WK. I Uh-oh. knew that one about partying,
1: and I looked at him. When it's time him. to party, we will party hard? Yeah, and I looked at him, and it's, I was it's like. It's his other song about partying, but it. not the other song about partying. Gotcha. I it's, just looked at him, and I was like. "Song about partying.
0: I don't I don't get your vibe, dude. I'm not into it. I don't, I don't know. It's, not it's hard not
1: to get, like, kind of pumped when you're listening to his music, I think.
0: It's kind of hard not to party,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Fair enough. You want to party, and you want to party hard. Yeah. Because when it's time to party, party party all the time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, I remember when I was watching the trailer going, like, oh, man, it's been a long time since I heard, like, Andrew W.K. And I was kind of, like, going, like, yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. There's a reason for that. It was a very... He was a creature of his time.
0: <laughs> yeah, his mid two thousands time. Yeah, right. I assume that's when he came it out. Like early two thousands. Yeah, early. Yeah, because I think I was like it was towards my end of high school, beginning of college that he like really blew up. So yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm excited for Age Two. Should be pretty cool. I mean, I I need to see more. I need to yeah. see like more
1: gameplay and stuff and like. I mean I'm always kind of down for like a generic stupid like first person shooter to play every once in a while.
0: Plus I mean Bethesda's been knocking it out of the park the last couple of years just like releasing a game or two every year and they're all they're all good and well received. Like even they, the they dishonored don't,
1: they don't sell well though.
0: That's the weird thing like even dishonored 2 which was a game that everyone was kind of like okay the first dishonored was fun like I'm kind of in for this uh got good reviews but just didn't sell well. Yeah. You know like Doom was well received and didn't sell that Great. Like Fallout sold well because it's, the it's only,
1: Fallout. Uh the only thing that really sell are the the Fallouts and the Elder Scrolls. But yeah. Like everything else they put out doesn't sell. Evil Within Two was a I mean, I loved Evil Within Two. It didn't sell well. No. Um Wolfenstein didn't sell well. Uh Doom didn't sell well. Like you said, Dishonored the the it wasn't Dishonored Two, it was the, like Rise of the Outsider or something was the one that just came out.
0: Well that was an expansion to Dishonored Two. I yeah, think. but
1: it was one of those like standalone expansions. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, like, Designer 2 came out, like, a year or two ago, right? Uh, It wasn't that long ago.
1: I don't remember. I don't think... uh, Yeah, I don't think Designer 2 even sold well.
0: No, it didn't. But they were all well-received and well-reviewed, which is crazy to me that, like... I mean, I guess I'd rather have them putting out games that are good, that I don't really care how they sell, but obviously you do care because you want sequels to good franchises and stuff like that. But Bethesda's just been putting out good games. Whether people are buying them is a separate discussion, but... Like, that leads me to believe that this game will probably be pretty good even if it doesn't sell through the roof. Hmm. So that that at least excites me because if I buy it, I'll be like, oh, this is fun. I do enjoy this, which is what, it's what we do it for. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the, I definitely see more gameplay, though, to be, like, completely sold, which I'm sure we'll get at E3 because Bethesda always does a pretty good conference. And uh, I'm surprised they... I mean, I'm sure they had to put it out because Walmart, like, pulled the rug out from underneath them. This would have been a cool, like, here's this new game and it's coming out in the fall um so that was kind of a bummer but yeah they'll definitely be talking about it at e3 um all right uh, lightning round we got a surprise rumor uh this week for a game that probably will be at e3 so if you don't want to hear about it you can skip ahead a couple of minutes but it uh, looks like we're getting a star fox spinoff game that is a racing game called star fox grand prix what do you think about that, Joe? Because you're giving me a look like you're kind of weird on it. Uh, why? Exactly. No. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people, the The main criticism I saw online this week after the rumors kind of surfaced wasn't necessarily why so much as it, why isn't it F-Zero? Because it's like, you already oh, got an Awesome. Christ. Yeah. You need to think about that. I didn't that.
1: even think of that. Yeah. I mean,
0: I forgot about F-Zero. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think so to Nintendo, and that's people's problem. They're like, <laughs> you already have a futuristic-y, plane-style racing game f Well, in the, F-Zero. F-Zero is cars. Yeah, but they're like hover cars, hover aren't cars. Yeah, so plane-esque, I guess, because yeah. they're, not, they're not on the ground. They're kind of floating there. Uh, why not just make that game when this kind of sounds like it would be that? Uh, which I get, but also I saw uh, newer rumors and stuff that said this was not going to be like F-Zero. There's going to be like... Um, like, there's races, but there's also, like, boss fighting, too, uh, and stuff like that. The so, thing, it's like a I, hybrid game. The thing I
1: thought about that made me kind of go, like, okay, this could be interesting, um, was if it's a racing game, but it still plays like a Star Fox game, where you are trying to get to the end of the level. Star Fox is, you're just moving forward yes. in a level. um, but So, you're still moving forward, and you still have all of the... the Uh, The rings to uh, the The obstacles, the rings, the asteroids that you have to shoot out of the way, kind of thing like that. But you're racing against nine other people. Yeah. And you're like trying to dodge stuff and like get to the end. And it's still like a full, you know, 160 degree or 180 degree. What What, axis of that would it be?
0: What are you trying to do? I don't know. You're you're going up
1: and down and left and right and stuff. And it's more about instead of, you know, following the track, it's more about dodging obstacles. Yeah. Um, that could be interesting.
0: Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, and I saw things that there was like hub worlds and that it was... They've made a lot of references to Diddy Kong Racing, which I played as a kid and don't really remember it all that well, considering how much I played it. But,
1: yeah, because Diddy Kong Racing was the one that was in uh, planes, right? No, that was in Cars 2, I think.
0: Because it was still a kart racer. It was just not as good as... I, think I thought so. Diddy
1: Kong 2 was the one where you were like flying in planes. Which one was that one?
0: Uh, Diddy Kong Racing... No, that was, yeah, that was still cars. Oh, no, there was planes. Yeah. Yeah, they were, like, hover things and stuff like that. So, yeah, think about, but there was cars, too, but they also had planes.
1: Yeah, I think you could you could alternate, like, what kind of match, or what kind of race it was. Yeah.
0: There were on-the-ground races, there were... Yeah, because the cover of the, the box has him in a plane, like the... Yeah, I have that game. It's here somewhere. I should bust that out. But, yeah, um... I don't know. I'm kind of intrigued by it because it does seem like it's going to be different. It's not just going to be Mario Kart in planes, which is, I think, what people would be worried about. And it's also not just F-Zero, but with Star Fox characters. Uh, It seems like it's different enough. And I'm down for a good Star Fox game. Granted, it's not a traditional Star Fox game, but I'm down for them to make a game with Star Fox in it that's good because that could lead to then getting a good Star Fox game. Because that last Star Fox game was not good. Uh, I, I didn't even play it Be, well, because yeah. it was on the Wii U and it wasn't very good. Yeah. like it got panned and all kinds of terrible things and uh, if a Wii U game came out and it wasn't well received, there was no way in hell I was picking it up uh, because it's just there was no point. yeah uh, but but yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. It seems pretty cool. I like the idea of it. From oh, what yeah. I've read so far.
1: I mean, I'm interested. I'm far from sold at oh, this yeah, point. Absolutely. I yeah, Well, I mean, all, it's just rumors as of right now. Nothing yeah. has been confirmed. I'm sure they seem like pretty solid rumors, of course. But, um, I I mean, I've never been, like, a huge Star Fox fan. Same. Um, I, I'd be intrigued if they can do something different, which yeah. this is Nintendo. And if, if it's anything, they know how to do something different. Whether or not that different is any good is to be determined. But... I'm willing to give it a try, but I definitely need to see
0: anything <laughs> of it just yet. I think I would like to see if they were if it was something where we're like that I'm hearing now, where it's you know it's a racing game, but there's also objectives and stuff in addition to trying to beat the other people. Like it'd be cool if instead of having like boosts along the track, that like you killing something or like you blow up an asteroid, you get to like get a boost from that. Like you get rewarded for doing well, or you shoot down a, another. Racer. Or it's the kind of thing where
1: like you're racing, but if you get hit by an asteroid, you get knocked
0: back. Yeah, which would probably be be the case. But yeah. you could like, you know, you die and you have to like respawn or whatever, mm. because there wouldn't be like the ability to fall off tracks like there is in other racing games. Mm-hmm. If you're just like flying through space, uh, but uh, I would like to see something where like you get rewarded for like blowing something up and then punished for not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that could be that could be interesting. But I'm sure that'll be a thing at their treehouse or whatever it is. Excuse me. Their Nintendo Direct. At E3. Uh, So we got a bunch of other Nintendo news here. So lightning round. Joe, get ready. It's happening. It's back. It's coming back. Here's your chance to not screw it up. The NES Classic is coming back June 29th. (sighs) Good. And they said that stock of that and the NES Classic will be available through the end of the year. So you've got... Plenty of opportunities to get your hands on that little mini Nintendo that you missed out on last time uh, because you weren't patient and willing to wait in line. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I did fuck up because of that, didn't I? You sure did. <laughs> you thought, <laughs> Shit, let me go to a right. different store. I forgot and about that. If fuck. You stayed at the first store, you would have got one. Yeah, that's true. You wouldn't fuck. even have to worry. Uh, yeah, no, I'm excited.
1: I'm, I like. I Like, I mean, I have stuff now that makes the NES Classic look silly. In oh, terms of like being able to play games in HD, like old Nintendo games, yeah,
0: um, but you have to own those games,
1: like, yeah. Which I have most to have of the ones on, copies. yeah,
0: most of the ones you probably do.
1: The, I mean, I still have all of the Nintendo games from when I was a kid Same. that are the ones that I would want if I wanted them, kind Same. of thing. Yeah, you know, I still have all my Zeldas and Mario's and all that jazz. Um, so, but uh, I mean, just from like a collector's standpoint,
0: I want to have an NES Classic. Well, because you already have the Super Nintendo Classic, mm-hmm. so like it'd be weird to not have both mini consoles sitting there on whatever. Yeah, I I've, like bought special created.
1: stands for them, like yeah. display stands, or for the SNES Classic. I have yeah. a special display stand for it. It looks really cool sitting on my shelf. Uh, yeah, and I totally want to get another one just, uh, just a the other like the other one just to have it. Mm-hmm. Like after I. Um, uh, bought the I think I talked about this before like after I bought it I went online to like look for one and like they're all clearly bootlegs and shit and I was like I don't want to like you know pay 150 bucks for like an obvious bootleg and yeah. you know the, like the packaging is all different and shit. Yep. Um so I am glad there's coming like and I'm glad that they're actually going to support it and make it available. Like I can still find SNES classics same. in places nowadays. So yeah. it's like clearly they know how to keep it in stock. So as long as they keep up with that one the same way they do with the SNES classic uh, I'm excited to, to get it and just, just to have it for display, if anything.
0: Yeah, same. I definitely want it. Like, I was sad that I didn't get it because I, you know, I like having all those games readily available to, to play. Now, one question that springs to mind that I'm going to ask you, Joe, does the fact that they're supporting it through the end of the year uh, throw a wrench into the plan that we all assumed was coming of a next mini console, like either a Game Boy Classic or an N64 Classic? Do you think that we're supporting this through the end of the year means – probably not going to get a new one before the end of the year. Uh I mean no,
1: I mean I, I I I I still assume that it's coming. The N64 Classic is coming. Yeah. Um I had no real thoughts in terms of like a timeline for that. Well, I mean cuz have they've, they've each of the last 2 years they've done one. Well, that's true. Yeah, so technically uh when did the SNES Classic come out?
0: 27 uh, September of 2017. Oh, so it was okay. Um. Yeah, because it was when I was in California. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I te-
1: it still could come out with the N sixty four one and like, just have
0: all three available through the end of
1: the year. That's possible.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I definitely want an N sixty four in real.
1: Oh B- yeah, I definitely want an N sixty four classic. Do you think it comes with four controllers? Or do Doubtful. you think it just come with two? It'll just come with two. Damn. I mean, you're gonna. Have to I go mean, buy honestly, maybe maybe not even because depends what games are on there, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, if it's going to have Smash Brothers on it. Mario Kart. Mario Smash. Kart. That's all shit that you're definitely going to want to
0: have 4 for. Yeah. It might be like 100 bucks at that point. But that's okay. Like, I would think I would pay 100 bucks because then I could bring that thing anywhere. Like, I don't want to bring my N64 places because it's going to get wrecked. And then I have to go spend 60 bucks or whatever to get a new N64 that's also 20 years old. So, but like, I'll bring a mini console anywhere I mean, if it comes with two, as long as they make extra controllers available. Yeah.
1: Because I don't think they did it with the Super Nintendo Classic. But when the Nintendo Classic came out, they sold extra controllers.
0: Yeah. See, I don't even because the
1: SNES Classic only came with one controller. Yeah. And they sold a second controller. Yeah. Separately, the SNES Classic came with two controllers,
0: so you didn't need, you know. Yeah. Didn't need extra ones. Yeah. I would, but see, here's the thing.
1: I I because the only thing is that the the Nintendo 64 controller takes a lot more to make than. A Nintendo or a Super Nintendo controller. Well,
0: yeah, because you'd want to put Rumble in it, and you'd want to put, like... Well, the Rumble was a separate feature. I know, but I feel like now you'd put the Rumble in it. Like, you're not going to buy an Nintendo 64 Mini and then have to go buy a, a Rumble Pack again for your new... Thing. I mean, I still have my Rumble Pack. I do, too, but the the ports on it have been Wii ports, so they wouldn't be... So you couldn't go, like... Well, the Rumble Pack plugged in the controller. That's true. But you couldn't use those old controllers at the very least. No,
1: oh, no. Yeah, you definitely couldn't use your old controllers unless they sell some sort of adapter. That'd be cool. If they sold an adapter, would be fine.
0: Yeah. I'd, um, I'd just wait for the 8-bit do uh, wireless N64 controllers anyway. So, yeah. Uh, two is fine, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it would probably come with two, and they would sell the control other controllers separately. Yeah, uh, but sense. like I said, the only thing that may- would make me think that, like there's no way they would package it for is just that there's a lot more that goes into those because not only do you have to make the controller, you also have to make sure that it has like uh, the th- the thumbstick yep. um, and like the memory card card expansion slot thing in the back where like the rumble plugs into. Because
0: so you wouldn't have to make that. Though.
1: That's true. Yeah, they could just make it all built into the system at that yeah. point and have none of it really require. So it could be just like a you know maybe even fill that port like in or like just make it look like it's got a
0: save pack in it yeah you just you just close it off at the bottom so it looks like it's got something in it yeah um yeah like this is the chance for them to take all those like nickel and dime accessory things away mm-hmm. like you don't have to go buy the expansion pack for the mini Nintendo 64 it's just going to be all built in you don't have to buy a memory card you don't have to buy a rumble pack it's all just built in from the get go so i feel like that would be The best way to do it but we'll see i i hope for it because i really love the n64 and that would be one that i definitely wink wink won't mod right away uh to put all of the because i know it's not going to have my wrestling games on there and darn tootin i need my wrestling games i I don't know dude it if you're going to put anything on that
1: like if there was a thing for demand on games that would be on it and it's wcw versus nwo I think would be really high on that list of like popular N sixty four games. That well, that remember. No Mercy
0: and WrestleMania two thousand like those are all well. Well, WCW regarded. and NWO is like the game. All of them are though. Like we, uh, I went to that like video game convention thing last year, and they were having No Mercy tournaments. Hmm. So like they're all well regarded games. The problem is is licensing and you know, recognition and things like that. Like if WWE was put that game out again, they'd probably have to pay the people royalties of the people that are in it. Yeah. That's a good point. It's using actual people's likenesses. Yeah. So it probably wouldn't be, uh, yeah. but you darn too. I'd put that game on there. Yeah. <laughs> like I would put every game on there that I owned as a kid that would, like, I'd be all about my Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest. I'd throw that shit right back on there. Yeah. Be real excited for yeah. it. Cause the, I mean, with stuff like I have the
1: analog, uh, the Super NT yep. that, that lets you play HD versions of Super Nintendo games. I have the Retron USB AVS uh, for the Nintendo games. There's nothing for playing. Um, I mean, there games. are like, you can get a, like an art, uh, an HDMI modded, like, uh, N64 to play on HD and like the thing, but like there's nothing that's a thing that actually is just like a really easy plug into your TV and no. play it kind of thing for Nintendo 64 games as of right now. And that may come when. Except, uh, no, actually, is there, I don't even know if there's any of those like Retrons that support N64.
0: Yeah, they all do. I think so. The Retrons? I think so. Oh. Yeah, because they, they're like the Retron 6 or 5 or whatever supports like everything. Like,
1: uh, I thought it was like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, and Game Boy were maybe. those.
0: You know what it also could be though? Is that the reason that you can make all those Nintendos and Super Nintendos is that the patents for those systems ran out. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just didn't renew them because there's no need to renew it. So people can make the offshoots of it because they're not patented anymore. Um,. Let's see. Let's pull it up right here because I don't know now. I never wanted to buy any of those, so I never really... Yeah, I always heard bad things about them. Yeah. Not even necessarily bad things, just... Yeah, it's a 10-in-1 system. Oh, is a 10-in-1 now? Yeah. Look at this controller. This thing is ugly what as all get-out. What the fuck is that? Ew. This thing is ugly as all get-out. So let's see. Uh, sports NES, Famicom, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, Genesis, Mega Drive, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. So yeah, no N64. So yeah, there is yeah, no I don't way... Think there's any N64 ones. Look at this, so many ports in oh this ugly ass controller. It's hideous. Does oh. it
1: support other controllers though? It, I don't. I hope so. I don't see controller ports. Oh, I think they're on the side. Yeah, they're over here. Okay, so it, does, it looks like you can still plug your old Gross. controllers into them. Gross. But yeah, yeah, so you're right.
0: There is. I just assumed because it had all of the things under the sun that it would have that too. But I guess not. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean we'll see if the uh the support through the end of the year means that there won't be a third mini console but i don't know we'll see i'm sure e3 will tell us all we need to know i don't
1: necessarily if- know that remaking like re-releasing these putting these out would impede them be able to put the other things out just because like they already had all the stuff to make them
0: yeah that's true but they stopped making the nintendo one so they could put out the super nintendo one like and this will be the first time that they're both on sale at the same time true so I don't know. We'll see. It well, could just I mean, be a do business we, do we strategy know if they, too. Like,
1: do we know if they're going to continue to keep releasing the SNES ones or do yeah. they just make enough of the SNES, SNES ones now that they're just going to put the remainder of the stock they've already
0: produced out? They said they'd be available through the end of the year. So I think you'd have to keep making them if you're going to make that promise. Because hmm. even if you made a ton of them, what if they all sell out? True. Like, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm sure E3 will tell us all we need to know. Uh in other mini console news, uh, we'll get this one here. There is a special Japanese-only manga edition of the Super Famicom coming out uh, that commemorates a Japanese manga magazine. What was it, Joe? I like how you say manga and manga. Sure, I, yeah, <laughs> I can. I want to appease everybody. Some people say manga. Some people say manga. I say manga. Yeah. Well. I uh, I don't not... even know if it's it's no one of those things. I
1: never bothered to look into the proper pronunciation of it. Yeah, me either, Joe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> me either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, but
1: yeah, it's a show Shonen Jump, which he said it was the 50th anniversary of Shonen shown Jump magazine. Yep. Um, they're the magazine that puts out like all of the big
0: uh, the big hits. So
1: you, like they're the one ones Piece. that put out One and Piece, Dragon Ball, Boruto.
0: Yes, everyone's favorite Boruto. Yeah. Naruto's good do you like Naruto?
1: i only watched the first
0: episode tyler likes it a lot though oh, okay i yeah. was never a naruto fan yeah. or an anime fan i watched or the... a manga fan mananga mananga <laughs> uh but yeah so it's gonna have 20 games they're all based on mangas slash mangas uh we've got dragon ball saint seiya fist of the north star others captain <laughs> Tsubasa Kinekuman. Ah, uh, Man.
1: Yeah. I got a bunch of Kinekuman
0: stuff. Um, yeah, it just looks like a regular Famicom Mini. It's got a cool Dragon Ball Shonen manga manga cover box thing. It looks pretty cool. Uh, it's only going to be available in Japan, and it's going to cost uh, 7,980 yen, uh, which is about $72.80. Mm-hmm. you going to try to import one of these? I
1: might, actually. Like, I wanted to get one of those also just... To just to have, have it, it. To, like, it the looks for cool. also display.
0: It's a cool-looking console. Yeah.
1: Um, I, like, I always liked the design of the uh, Famicom over the Nintendo. Uh, it's just there were certain aspects of it that were, like, really annoying. Like, how that uh, the controller is hardwired into the system. Like, you can't take the controller out. Yeah. Um, and the the cables were, like, really short yep. on it, I remember. So, it was a kind of thing where, like, you had to, like, have it right in front of you to play. So, I mean, in Japan, like... Houses are designed not to be big, like, in the U.S. Yeah, which so is like, why the controllers are short. Yeah, so, like, they didn't put a lot of thought into, like, we got to make sure it's, like, a 10-foot cable. They're like, eh, like, three feet's more than enough. Yeah, for
0: America and their mansions.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's why when they released in America, they completely redesigned the system. Um uh But, I mean, I always I always had, like, a, an affinity for that design on it. It just kind of looks a lot more interesting than a nintendo in yeah. my opinion i mean growing up i only knew the nintendo so i was like yeah that's how nintendo looks but i remember when i was like older and saw a famicom i was like oh that looks much cooler like why did ours not look like that why yeah. do you just get this stupid gray block so
0: we're dumb americans
1: And i was like why did why would you have to stick it like in the front and push it down when you could just put it in the top so so much easier like the, at that time the super nintendo was out and i remember thinking like yeah the super nintendo is like a lot better designed
0: yeah top loading is great yeah it makes so much more sense yeah um but yeah so good luck i always your thought the famicom cartridges
1: job. looked a lot cooler than the u.s cartridges also mm. agreed yeah but yeah i mean if uh, there's also they already had the the regular famicom mini yep. classic thing whatever yep and uh I'd, i'll probably if those are still readily available online I, I mean i don't think i can hook it up to an american tv anyways
0: oh because of like yeah
1: design like i mean they're they're power cable ports and stuff. You can buy adapters. Yeah, you can buy adapters. I don't know exactly how well you can usually connect it to uh, an American TV. But,
0: um, I mean... I guarantee you you can find a YouTube video that would tell you exactly how you can plug your Famicom Mini into your TV. Yeah.
1: My my point is, I would never actually bother playing it. So, like, I don't really care if I get... You as a collector's item. I don't really care if I get the the Shonen Jump version, because it doesn't really matter, because it's never actually going to get played. So, I kind of just want to have it to look at.
0: Yeah, well, it's a it's a, collect- it's a collectible it's a collectible and you'll have to pay collectible prices, I'm sure, because yeah. as an anniversary edition one. It's going to be a tough, a yeah. tough one to come by. Well, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, if I can't get that one, I'm get still right going to be other fine one. getting the regular right yeah. one because exactly. it's not really going to matter. The only thing that's going to be different, in my opinion, will be the box.
0: Yeah, true. All right, uh, lightning round. Uh, last bit of Nintendo news here: Mario Tennis Aces is getting a beta next week, or no, two weeks from now, June the first through the third. I'm super excited for this game. I mean, not only did the, the, the beta
1: get announced, they also showed off, like, the single-player campaign stuff yep. for it. And it looks really fucking good. Yeah, with boss battles and like, all kinds of stuff. There's, like, crazy different match types and stuff. Yeah. It's It's everything that made me incredibly pissed off about the Wii U one, which had no, no content in it. It had just play matches. There was no campaign of any kind. There was no, like, variation to it. It was just like, pick your character and pick a court. And, like, nothing was any different about anything. Like, it's why I like... All the characters played the same. All the courts were exactly the same. They just, uh, different shade, uh, you know, paint in the background.
0: It's why I routinely forget that that game exists. Yeah,
1: it was. I remember buying that and being so excited and then, like, going home and playing it and going, like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah.
0: I know I've shown the Wii U a lot in this episode, but that was another one where like I saw the reviews and they're like, it's bad. It's really bad. Do not get it. There's nothing to it. It's a shell of a game. And I was like, okay, cool. As much as I love Mario and Mario Tennis, no way am I shelling out full See, price I didn't even,
1: for... I would even bother looking at reviews because in my head I was just like, Mario Tennis, it's got to be good. Yeah.
0: You'd think that. Like I would think that now about the Switch version of that just because they've been killing it lately. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, no, I forget that the Wii U one exists. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, everything that they showed off for this one looked phenomenal. Like, yeah. I, I saw that, and I went like, holy crap, this game's only a month away. Like, Man. Yeah. I'm yeah. super down for this. Super I can't wait in. for this to come out. I can't wait to like get everybody together to play it. It's going to be a blast.
0: Plus, it'll have online and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm all about it, and I'll uh, definitely be playing that beta in a couple weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Did they say anything about how to get into it, or is it just going to be available to download for everybody?
0: Yep, just going to be available to download. It's like the uh, the arms and the global test punch and all the like and the, the splat, global test. Flat fire. Global f- test fire. Test fire, yeah. yeah uh, but the difference between this and those is this one doesn't seem like it has restrictions on playtime. Like those other ones, remember, they were like, it's an hour randomly in the middle yeah, of the day. It's, it's, it's uh, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Yeah. Um, so those that it doesn't seem to have those restrictions, which is very nice. Cause I just want to tennis all weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad it's also not Memorial day weekend, which is when I think the global test punch was last year. Like there was something else last year where it's like, c- come on, why does it got to be Memorial day? weekend? like people do stuff and like, I go away on vacation every we- week and stuff like that. Uh, so, uh, I'm glad that it's the week afterwards and I don't have to worry about missing out on it. Uh, see, lightning round, uh, done with the Nintendo stuff. Moving on to a piece of Sony news, uh, that hurts my Vita loving heart. Uh, and that Sony has announced they are ceasing production of physical game cartridges for North America and Europe. Uh, so you'll no longer, I, I mean, to be fair, I don't even know stores that sell physical cartridges That's anymore. That's the
1: thing that confused me when I heard this news. Uh, was I went and like, uh, yeah, didn't we do this last year? Like, when's the last time you saw a new Vita game?
0: I feel like I've seen them at, like, maybe a GameStop and at some random Japanese port that I don't care about. Um, so, but it's just another signal that, like, the Vita is dead and it never worked. It, you know the Vita it came worked. out in 2011? I did know that. I bought one.
1: I, it's just, like I was like, this shit came out seven years ago? Mm-hmm. Like, it does not feel like it was been that long. I thought it was, like, three years. No. The PlayStation 4 has been out three years. I know. It's just, like, my sense of time is completely ruined now. Yeah. So it was the kind of thing where I saw like the Vita came out in 2011. I was like, "What? No way! No way! This thing is seven years old at this point." Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, but like I said, I, I when I when I heard that, I I thought like, "Yeah, of course." Like yeah. I haven't heard of a new Vita game in forever. You're right. Like I'm sure there's been a ton of like weird Japanese, you know, tactical RPG, something or other, visual novel, dating game, yeah, this, like that that East, been coming out.
0: The East games and the like. Hyperdimension, yeah, Nipunichi software
1: games, yeah, all kinds of stuff like
0: that. I'm uh, sure
1: those have been coming out, and those aren't really things that are necessarily on my
0: radar. No, um, which is why they said they're not ceasing production of the cartridges in Japan, which, they, yeah, which makes more sense. But this is just another sign of the thing that we all know. Like, every time there's a piece of Vita news like that, it's always something like, Yeah, no, I figured that was coming soon, or I'm surprised it didn't happen already, but it's just another. Another signaling that the Vita was an under underutilized piece of technology yeah. that was kind of doomed from the start.
1: Yeah, it sucks. Like I said, I busted mine out recently to play, start playing the God of War uh, collection. Yep. And I was like playing it, going like, oh man, the Vita is such a great system."
0: Yeah, it's the the back, the emphasis on touch controls and the memory cards is what killed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame.
1: Yeah, I mean it's true because I when I got God of War, like the first thing I had to do was like go through and, like, start deleting everything off of my thing because I only had, like, an 8-gig memory card yep. in it. And, like, I went online saying, like, maybe I should just buy a bigger memory card. And it's I went so online expensive. and I was just like, what the hell? 80 bucks for a 64-gig memory card? Like, At this point. I could buy a a, a micro SD card, like, a 64-gig micro SD card for $5. Yeah. Like,
0: why the hell is it so expensive? I need them to drop the price of those. Like, I would love it because they're, like, I have so many free games for PlayStation Plus. And now, now physical cartridges are going away. Not that yeah, that matters so it's going to be
1: constantly juggling, like, erasing something on your thing to put something else on.
0: Constantly juggling, meaning every six months when I realize there's something that I want to go back and play. Which is why
1: I, like, I mean, for one thing, it's they're cheaper, but um, for the Switch, like, I don't want to buy a digital version of games. No. I want to have the cartridges just because of that like aspect of not having to like worry about filling it up and not being able to like expand the memory you know appropriately.
0: Yeah. But those but the the cards for that are much much cheaper cuz they're readily available. They're not proprietary technology, which was always the Vita's problem Yeah, a proprietary Sony memory card. Yeah. It was the same thing with the memory stick Duos on the PSP. Like at the very least those were also for Sony cameras, so those could be found a little bit cheaper, but These are only work on the Vita. I want them to drop the price so badly because it's like, please, let me just have a giant ass thing that I can play all of my games on. But they'll never do that because they why bother. It's dead. Yeah, well, to be, why bother to keep it at the price it's at? Clearance that shit out. Let me go For buy sure. 128 gig, like, whatever little memory card it is so I can put all my games on there and never have to worry about it ever And it'd be funny
1: because, like, if they did that, it might have actually, revi- like, revitalized the fucking Vita at that Hell point. Hell yeah,
0: well, people would be all about that. I wouldn't yeah. be hesitant to, like, buy these games or, like, try these new things. But we'll never get it because the Vita's dead and we're all sad about it, especially me. Uh, lightning round, Joe. Now, this would normally be reserved for something that is a main topic, and we'd be talking all kinds about it, but it's just quirky enough that it drops down into the lightning round, but we're getting a new Halo game. Oh, yes. It's a four-player Halo game, Uh all Uh co-op, but you can play it by yourself if you want, Uh and you know when it's going to be made available? When? Oh, where it's going to be made available, sorry. Oh, Uh dave and busters probably because actually it's they an specifically game. said dave and busters oh, in the article I? I read yeah um yeah we're getting a halo arcade game how you feel about that joe i don't care <laughs> <laughs> good next topic um i it's cool i guess but
1: i i mean uh to i mean well for one thing even if this was an announcement for a, like a new halo game on consoles i would probably still not care um Otherwise, I, I, I mean I, I went to Dave & Busters one time when the one opened up where we live in the, like the town that we live.
0: Yeah, I went a handful of times. But Um
1: and I was like, Okay, this is cool. But it, yeah, it's definitely the kind of thing where I'm like, Okay, that's cool, I'm never gonna play it. Like Alright, you know, maybe someday somebody'd be like, Hey, you wanna go to Dave Buster's? and Busters? I'd be like, Oh sure, why the hell not? Um and if it's there I'll I'll give it a try but uh, yeah, so they're, they're releasing a Halo arcade game. It's a four-player like uh, light gun shooter thing. It's the kind of ones where like the gun is attached to the thing. It looks like kind of like a um, uh, what is it a like M sixteen
0: yeah. turret gun? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like oh, it's the, not
0: like a it's not on a cord where you hold it. No, no. It's oh, like it's like a, so a, it's like or... the type of
1: guns that are like on the top of it. A, a, a like Jeep. Terminator two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like Terminator two. So yeah, it's the kind of like it's mounted to the system you know you hold it like with both your hands and you kind of go like aim up and down left and right um i don't like that it, at all
0: i want to hold it
1: yeah it, and but like the kind of thing or that would have made sense if it was the kind of game that was like you're you know you're flying around in a pelican like shooting out like yeah. as, as air support
0: you're on the back of a warthog you yeah
1: you're like yeah you're on the top of a warthog kind of thing but no it's like you're running around a battlefield with master chief like shooting at things yeah. so yeah why the hell did it, why the hell is it not a time crisis type game
0: that's what i'm saying
1: like, yeah Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. So, like, they showed them, like, you know, I, I watched the trailer for it, and it shows them, like, running in, you know, in the cutscene-wise, or, like, gameplay-wise, the characters are running around shooting at things. But, yeah, you're just standing there, like, holding the thing in your hand. I would totally want it to be shaped like a battle rifle.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, know? or have like
1: one of them be shaped like a battle rifle, one of them be shaped like the SMG, one of them be shaped like the pistol kind of thing, like one that. One looks like a needler, like or or the shotgun. Yeah. Like each one of them, like what kind of gun do you want
0: to use when you go in there? But no, it looks really lame in my opinion. Oh, it does look super. I see. I hadn't watched the trailer yet. It does look super lame. Like it's all right. So it's called Halo Fireteam Raven. Uh, it is being made by 343 uh, as well as Raw Thrills and Play Mechanics, which the Raw Thrills the name doesn't sound familiar, but the logo looks familiar. Uh, it's set during the original Halo, like it's set during Combat Evolved, uh, and you're a group of Orbital Drop Shock Troopers, the O D S T, and they fight alongside Master Chief uh, against the Covenant forces. So a pretty standard thing. It's going to have a hundred and thirty inch four K screen, so it should look really good. My problem looking at this trailer and looking at the screens that I've seen is all of the colorful like reticles and your like your health bar at the top, like it just looks it looks too cartoony in addition to the halo stuff. Like the halo HUD normally looks very like it's flush. It looks fine. Like if you don't notice, it doesn't stand out. This stands out like crazy to me, like with all the different like neon colors and stuff. Um, and seeing these guns now is just, Oh, it's just lame. I don't like it. Yeah.
1: It's a really weird design choice. Like it could have been done so much better. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of things about this I do not like.
1: It definitely looks like it's a lot of stuff that might have been repurposed from other, like, arcade games that, like, they had made in the past. Like, they just kind of used the assets and stuff from other arcade games they made. I don't know what other arcade games these people have made because I haven't been to, like, a modern arcade in a really long time. Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I just remember watching the trailer going, like, this could have been so much better.
0: Uh, apparently, you can also scan a QR code to connect your arcade gameplay with the online Halo Waypoint service. Oh, so okay. you can connect it to other Halo things that you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you know how Halo Waypoint works? It's just a hub that like keeps track of all of your stats. So it has all of your like kill ratings and ranks and how far you got in the campaign for all the other ones, and it gives you kind of like a accumulated level of how much you played in the other arcade game or the yeah. other Halo games. Um, so yeah, I guess you get to just kind of add that to it as well.
0: Yeah, so the game is in development. It's been in development for years. Players will get their first glimpse at Fire Team Raven this summer at Dave & Buster's in the U.S. and Canada, mm-hmm. um, and then more arcade locations in the fall. So it's Dave & Buster's first. It's a timed Dave & Buster's exclusive. You know, we don't talk about those enough, those timed Dave & Buster's exclusives. Um, you going to try it? We're gonna go down. We're gonna
1: try it. I mean, maybe if we hear something about it being added, I, I guess I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like, no, I don't want to go Dave and Buster's. I'd be like, yeah, sure, fuck it. I can like, find my
0: card and see. if it's, I'm pretty sure I have a card around here with money on it, and I have no earthly idea where it is.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't know if there's any money on it. I think I, I'm usually kind of like determined to spend everything on it, but
0: I know there's tickets on it. I know that. Yeah, like I know I could go get a bouncy ball. Or something. Yeah. I know I've got old fake mustache. Yeah, I know I've got tokens. (laughs) Uh witch fingers or something. Like I know I've got tokens on there for for prizes. So I'll have to I'll have to loot around in here and try to find it. But yeah, Halo Fireteam Raven. Um so sorry, no Halo six yet, but I feel like that'd be a big E three thing to confirm that. Although it didn't last year they had like a hey, it's Halo, but we have no other information other than it's a Halo game. At, what was this at e3 last year that they had like, another halo
1: that they were working on
0: i feel like there was a trailer maybe that was several e3s ago and i'm just was that halo it wars 2 oh might might have been but i feel like it was just a thing where it was like you saw just the spartan and you're like oh cool halo but yeah maybe it remember. was maybe it just was uh Wars too uh all right so more xbox stuff there's a new xbox controller coming out and it's not the duke which we've talked about and seen and i just which saw recently did just come out is it out out now? Yeah, I think it came out this week. It's got like a little video screen in it. Like when you turn Yeah, it I remember it, they like, said that. Like, it's the... got the loading screen from the original Xbox as it like powers up. Yeah, I think it makes the noise too. It like, does. Yeah, yeah, I saw a video of it. Uh, but no, this one is, uh, I like the idea of this one. It is for uh, people with disabilities. So it's customizable. It's got big, like, giant select buttons and like AB buttons and stuff like that. And it's basically to help people who, um, who are handicapped and can't play with modern controllers. Uh, and so that they're coming out. I thought out with it was that. a new DJ Hero game. At first. It did look like that. Yeah, like the the controller itself. If you had not seen it, it basically just looked like a big.
1: It's a big square with two big black circles on it, which yeah. I'm assuming are act as. I didn't watch the trailer and It's A like and B, that. I think. Oh, that, that's A and B. I yeah. thought that was like. I thought it acted as the um, left and right joystick. Uh, like instead of there being a joystick, you just move your hand across like the pad.
0: No, well, because the problem. Yeah, so it's uh, let's see. Puts disabled players back in the game. So it's a hundred dollars. The Xbox Adaptive Controller lets you plug in gadget the gadgets you need. It's all about accessibility. So let's see some of the bigger pictures. Oh, it looks like you still use the regular controller as well. Yeah. So they have a D-pad here, and there's other stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think, but there's all kinds of ports and stuff on the back um, that let you that let you plug in other things. So like foot pedals and stuff that you would Jesus. You know, with, yeah. Oh, that's not going to work. I was trying to zoom in for you, Joe. That's the biggest picture I got. But yeah, see, you you see all the different, like, X, Y, B, A. Yeah,
1: it's all like the buttons and stuff on it.
0: Yeah, so you can plug in all these different things to it depending on what a person's specific needs are. Oh, Um, interesting. Yeah, so there's like. So that's why it's called the adaptive controller. Yeah. Uh, Because I think there's like, you can do like foot things and stuff like that. I
1: mean, when they said that, I was like, uh, you know, a controller for disabled people. I'm like, not all people are disabled in the same way. So I was like, I don't know exactly, does it require a specific type of disability? But, um,. I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. Like, good on them for making something like this.
0: Yeah, I always like stories like this where it's just like, you know what? I, it's not for everybody, but it's it's reaching people that maybe used to play video games in camp because of an accident, or people who've always wanted to play video games and were never able to, uh, without having to jerry rig something of yeah, their own. Yeah, I mean,
1: I always remember there was a guy that made controllers, you know, specifically for people. Like, um, you, I would always there would always be something on Reddit about like you know. This one dude would be like somebody, you know, who is paralyzed or like had MS or something like that would contact him and be like, hey, I have this problem, but like I can't play a thing. And he would specifically make controllers for them. And every once in a while I would see like the story of the thing that he made. Um, So it's really cool that this is coming out.
0: It's also got stuff on the back, too, so you can like affix it to like a a wheelchair, like jib arm or something like that. Um, But yeah, so you you can see we got a picture here with other things plugged into it. One thing looks like a nunchuck, there's other big pads and buttons and stuff where, you know, a lot of people
1: like say you can only move, like, you know, a, a you can, like, move it so you can hit something with your elbow, but then, like, also touch, like, something over here. Yeah.
0: Or that, like, a lot of, you know, people with disabilities may not have all the dexterity in, in the individual fingers, so mm-hmm. they'd be able to just kind of, like, push with what they can yeah. uh, to be able to continue playing. And I just think that's that's really cool. Um, so, good on them. Uh, it's It seems like it's going to be an expensive thing. Because uh, it's $100 thing that I at sure. the
1: start. I was going to say, so is it just that you buy the base thing for 100 bucks and then you buy whatever, is like, things that you need otherwise? Because like you said, it has a ton of different things, but every person, every, you know, handicapped person has a certain distant needs So like if you're, you don't need, some people don't need all of these things. So it looks like you kind of like custom tailor say like, okay, I would need something like this, this, this. Like I, I'm sure that you can't buy these in the store. You probably have to go to the website and order everything in particular that you need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, this wouldn't be a thing that's sitting on like, you know, you're GameStop, not going to walk into GameStop buy, and buy these by shelves. No, absolutely not. Um, trying to see here it did work they said they uh they were where was it um they worked with groups in the gaming accessibility fields like able gamers special effect the veteran focused charity warfighter engaged uh, and accessory manufacturers Uh, they consulted with the cerebral probably cerebral palsy foundation uh and Craig Hospital, a Denver area rehabilitation center for people with brain and spinal cord injuries. So they like went out of their way to work with these different groups to be able to fashion like the best possible way of constructing a controller for different types of people with different disabilities. And Hmm. I think that's just that's really cool yeah so um, while not a thing for everybody definitely a fun cool story from Microsoft so good on you guys it's uh, just a shame that they're not gonna have any games to play with their new adaptive controller yeah <laughs> <laughs> got em. Uh, got him come on
1: Sody how'd you let this slip past you got
0: him ah nailed them I mean I'll admit like as a
1: as a fan of bizarre controllers like I might buy one of these just because like I mean I don't need it but it would, You're a be, and it's a it would definitely be. It would definitely be a thing that like
0: it would look good on a shelf, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's make let us wait on that a little bit. Make sure the people who need them yeah, can get yeah. them first, Joe. Yeah. Screw um, them. Yeah. Uh, but sitting on your shelf, you'll also get to play no games with it. Got him again. Ah, I got him twice. Take that Xbox. Got him twice. Burn. Yeah. Sick burn. I mean, I can't deny it. No, you can't. Got him <laughs> twice. Sick burn. Um, all right, uh, Lightning Round. Speaking of games you'll never get to play, uh, Bosky Studios is shutting down. They are the uh, people behind uh, the recent Battle Royale entry, Radical Heights. The Cliffy B Studio. Yes. Good old Cliffy B. And uh, what did he do before? What was. What did Radical Heights replace? Was that Paladins? No, No, that uh, was uh, Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers. That's what it was. Lawbreakers
1: was their first game, uh, and then they quickly turned around and cranked out um, Radical Heights, uh, and it was out for, what, like a month before they announced they're closing down? I don't even know if it was a month since Radical Heights came out. It's about a month. About a month,
0: yeah. Yeah. So uh, clearly it did not take off the way that they hoped it would. No, which is uh, surprising. I like the aesthetic and the look of it, but it was super buggy. Almost impossible to play. Like nobody was having fun with it. Yeah,
1: because I mean, like I said, didn't they say like they turned around, and made the game in like six months or something? Probably they like cranked it out really fast. Yeah,
0: I like the idea of it though, with the money carrying over and all the different stuff like that, uh, like the banking, and I like the like the eighties vibe to it, and could ride around bikes, and like it just it looked really cool. But uh, yeah, it was buggies all get out and, and nearly impossible to play, and not worth it whatsoever. Yeah. So poor Clippy B can't catch a break. Uh, I mean I talked
1: about this before, like Cliffy B is notoriously known for being a huge douchebag, so I don't particularly feel bad for him. I feel bad for the employees at that's, the studio. Yeah, that's what it But really when is. I like saw like Cliffy B post thing about thing, I kinda went like <laughs> <laughs> douche. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Showed him. Yeah. I showed him by not buying any of his games. Yeah.
0: What a jerk. Uh, No, I mean, I don't know. I haven't even heard necessarily the stories of it. I know you've talked about it before, but uh, yeah. Ask Tyler about it. He, like, hated Cliffy B. Mm. He seemed always kind of smarmy, and that always turned me off to it. It was just like, I made Gears, and you all love Gears. Now love me too.
1: Yeah. And, like, uh, there was a whole thing about him shitting on, like, Xbox Um, Why? Because they have no games? Got
0: him a third time! Ah, you didn't even see it! It came out of nowhere! (laughs) Got him. Got him Um, again. Yes. Triple burn! Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Like, yeah, like, he. you know, he made his name off of making gears and stuff on the Xbox, and then whatever his next game that came out after that, like, was only on uh, PS4 and... Uh, computers and like everyone was kind of like, why aren't you making it on Xbox? He was like, fuck Xbox, yeah. fuck Xbox gamers and stuff. And everyone was kind of like, whoa.
0: Dude, I like- wonder if something happened behind the scenes between. I'm them,
1: sure. Like- I'm like, I'm sure. But yeah, but it, professionally. It, it, it felt like it was. For, yeah, for one thing, it wasn't professional, and another thing, it kind of like
0: spit in the face of like the people that made him famous. Well, not even necessarily, like, you could say fuck Xbox as a company if you really wanted to. Like, if they wronged you in negotiations or they kind of were like, whatever, we can make games. We don't need you. We'll make it Gears without you. Like, we can do whatever we want. It's our game. You know, screw off behind closed doors. You then take that out and make it public. That's kind of shitty, but also you're kind of shitting on the gamers who plays those who got those systems because you were on them.
1: Yeah, like people there's a lot of people that bought Xboxes for Years of War.
0: Yeah, and now you're saying like, yeah, fuck Xbox, which in turn kind of says fucks Xbox gamers, yeah. which is you know kind of a slap in the face. And someone's... then also he
1: just was kind of like a smarmy like Instagram douche. Yeah. Like, You know, here I am with like with my jet, private jet, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's got Lancers on it. That's cool, right? Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. check
1: out my new sports car I just bought, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, well, but it's uh, you know, I guess he didn't get three strikes; he just got the two here, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the studio shut down. I'm sure those people will find work. Hopefully, it sucks losing a job. And, I
1: mean, it's one of those things where, like, once he announced it, that all the game studios are saying, like, hey, send your resumes, like, yeah. to all their
0: employees. Yeah, especially people who are working on battle royale or hero shooters or whatever. I'm sure will be like, yeah, you guys have experience, like, come aboard. Like, we'll we'll take we'll take good workers. So. Uh, hopefully everybody there lands on their feet. Uh, depending on your thoughts of Cliffy B, maybe you hope he doesn't land on his feet. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, it sucks losing a job. It sucks having a studio. Well, closed this is. Down,
1: I mean, so. he's he's he like quit gaming like two or three times already. Yeah. The kind of thing where he's just like, I'm done making games. Like, I'm just going to go. And then he like comes back saying like, Hey guys, I'm back. Like play my game. And then he's like, fuck games. I'm done with it. And like, yeah. I'm going to go do something even better with my time. And then he comes back and says like, Hey guys, like buy my new game. And everyone's kind of goes like, yeah, fuck you, man. Yeah.
0: We tried. Yeah. Nice try, man. Um. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, lightning round. This will be the last item on the lightning round for this week. Uh, Steam is cracking down on adult content in their games and have been threatening people to take their games down, mm-hmm. which surprises me because it seemed like Steam was a very open, do whatever you want kind of atmosphere. No. I mean, it's always been that way.
1: Like, uh, um, especially like Gabe Newell has always kind of gone to bat for things when like people try to get games shut down and stuff like that. He's usually like. No, nah, fuck it. Like we're
0: definitely putting this out. He seemed more of a games as artistic, like expression kind of thing. Where it's like, listen, you may not agree with the, the content, content, but guess what? Like it's their game, and there are people who are into whatever it is that this is. And like, obviously, there's limits, and you're not gonna put, you know, super controversial things. Or, I mean, or they've what- done that though. But like there, there's got to be a, like I'm not. There's got to be a line. I think at some point. But I think this seems like they're going after the wrong kind of content. Well, there there has been that line. That line has existed. Like they did have a ban
1: on straight pornographic content. Yeah. Like that it wasn't allowed.
0: Sense. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, there's been a ban on like straight pornographic content. And what this crackdown has been is that games that were like. Um, it's weird it's mostly targeted like anime based games um could be very sexualized yes. very adult oriented yes yes um but the thing is that they've always adhered to that line yeah like they there there's no actual sexual content in them kind yeah. of thing um but a whole bunch of game studios that produce games like got messages from steam saying like hey you have 2 weeks to remove like you know your game doesn't meet our guidelines anymore uh, you have two weeks to fix them or else they're going to be removed. The only thing is that they haven't gotten any clear direction of what is in the game. Yeah, that, like why
0: they need to change it. Yeah.
1: And they I mean, the studios that have been affected by this have come out and said like, hey, we meet every recommendation of your guidelines, but you're telling us still that we have to change it. But you're not telling us what we have to change. Yeah. So what do you want from us? Um, and like some of them are. Big games. One of them, the biggest one, is a game called
0: Honey Pop, which is like a match three gem thing, like a bejeweled type game. Okay, yeah, we should get rid of all bejeweled games <laughs> off of all platforms. I agree, Steam, and I. Those are pretty much focused at adults who are lame. So let's get rid of all match three bejeweled style games. I agree. This is a good point, Joe. Uh, it's a good point. Moving. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but
1: like the game was like really popular when it came out like two years ago like it was one of those ones that like all the big streamers were playing it and stuff and uh,
0: people want to watch a match three game
1: well it's a match three game but it's also like a dating sim thing where it's like you take girls out on dates and like you have to do the match thing and like you have to win the match three thing to like Pass the date on the girl.
0: That's what my problem is. I'm not matching enough things on my dates. Yeah, like gotta, you didn't
1: You didn't match the proper jewels in order. I'd be
0: like, hey, give me that. Hold on. Slide that knife over here. Look, now I have three knives. Date one. Mm-hmm. What up? Yeah. Ugh, all right. Next date. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Lining them all up. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's it's it was like a lewd game, and it was like sexually, you know, not explicit, but like, you know... You, they talk dirty and stuff when you're dating, like, taking the girls on, on dates. And Sounds like all my dates, yeah.
0: <laughs> Doesn't go far enough, but definitely has a lot of, you know, inappropriate conversation. Yep. Yeah, and Sounds... people liked
1: it for, like, the raunchy, like, dialogue. And that's why it became popular. It wasn't necessarily – everyone was sitting around watching the match three aspect of it, but yeah. they were, like, laughing at the hilarious dialogue that the characters had. Gotcha. What, that's what made it popular. Um, and yeah, it was like the number one watched game on Steam when it came out like two years ago. Huh. Like, sold really well. It was a bestseller on Steam. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of like, our game's been around for two years and like it was extremely popular. Like, why are we getting this message now?
0: They re- they really want it to be a Battle Royale dating sim. So you're going to have to, to sure change Sure, somebody's up. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> yeah. You and have and, to... and
1: it, it was the kind of thing where they, they, you know, they pointed out specifically that like there are AAA. You know, mainstream games that have a lot more sexual content in them that for example, like Witcher.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and like, um, the, that Conan Exiles game that we talked about, how you could like walk around with your dick swinging all over the place. Oh, it oh, had the right. dick slider. It on the it, dick
0: slider. I forgot about the dick slider. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, you can be like walking around naked, swinging your giant ass long around in that game, but like talking dirty in this cartoon anime game is like too much.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's a step too far.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of confusion right now. People are like the studios are trying to get a straight answer from from um, Steam. Um, I forget what the there was a like a, a, a like an activist group is the one claiming to be the one that get in the poll. Um, it is a group called the National Center for the Exploitation or Sexual Exploitation. National Center on Sexual Exploitation. I was
0: like, I don't think there's a National Center for Sexual (laughs) Exploitation. That seems like a different
1: thing. On Sexual Exploitation are the ones. They're the one. They put a thing saying like, victory, steamed to remove sexually explicit and violent video games from the platform. Uh, The violent, I don't know where that part comes into their uh, little victory celebration. Sexy
0: violence. Sexy violence. Yes. Sexy violence. Like SVU, sexy violence. Yeah. Uh, so
1: they're they're the ones claiming um, success success on getting them to do it. Uh, like I said they were given two weeks so we'll see what happens. We'll see if steam like relaxes it
0: yeah or at least gives like you can give the two weeks, but I think you need to give them like very strict guidelines of like these this is what we found. these are the reasons why we're, you're getting this email. let's work on that let's do that.
1: yeah from what I think I can gather is that games um, can be patched to add. Sexual stuff to them, like people have made patches for the games to like remove the clothing and stuff.
0: Uh, oh, oh, so it's like hot coffee mod type stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, so it might be that. Um, I mean, but that you can do that with any, like game. any game if yeah. you
0: want. Yeah, you could have everybody running around in Call of Duty with their dogs out if you really, really wanted to. Yeah, there's two real. Which in I do. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said it. I knew. I knew that was. <laughs> I read your dream journal. That's really what it came down to. Um, yeah, it's weird. It that didn't seem like a. a position I think Steam would take. Because it just doesn't... They don't seem like that kind Like, I could see Sony doing this or Microsoft doing this because they're a bigger brand with more family-oriented reach. Like, for some reason, Steam, to me, doesn't seem like a family-oriented type platform. No, yeah, I mean... You it know, seems like it's for,
1: you know... Hardcore gamers. Hardcore gamers. People that are going to invest tons and tons of money into yeah.
0: building, like, a gaming PC. Members of the PC master race, uh-huh. so to speak. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, it, it surprises me that they're going this route. Yeah. well, like I said, they've already they've
1: taken they stood up to like activist groups that have tried to get them to pull stuff in the past. Yeah. And like refuse to back down. So it seems weird that they would cave at this point.
0: Yeah. Especially on something that's so vague. Yeah. Like what is a too adult kind of thing. Especially if you if most of these things don't go far in terms of depicting actual sex or actual pornographic like imagery. Yeah. They just kind of allude to it, hint at it, use innuendo, like it seems like it's it's a weird stance to take for them.
1: Yeah, especially since like in Grand Theft Auto, you can go in a strip club and like get a lap dance. Yeah,
0: yeah, a, that was my favorite mini game in Grand Theft Auto Five. Was like try to touch the stripper without the bouncer looking. Like, yeah, that's available mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, uh, don't have to worry about that getting taken down. So I don't. know, Yeah, weird weird position for them to take, but. It is what it is. We'll see what comes of it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But that will do it then for the lightning round for this week, which will do it for this episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Uh, With next week being a holiday weekend, we will have uh, hopefully a special E3 preview episode where uh, we're going to sit down and talk about uh, some of our hopes and dreams and predictions for the upcoming E3 show. Um, So we'll miss out on the Battlefields. Uh, five reveal for this week but you know we'll we'll post about it on facebook and twitter at broken clock pods and we'll obviously talk about it uh, in the coming weeks as well so uh, go ahead and connect with us on facebook and twitter like i said at broken clock pods uh, but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam and i'm joe and thanks so much for listening goodbye